Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. On today's wrestling news, Bailey is injured and out for nine months. Some NXT stars made their presence known on last night's SmackDown. Got some big money in the bank announcements. And Riddle talks about his very real heat with Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Are you ready? Are you ready for the news time? Yes, my name is Phil Chambers and I'm joined by Gareth Morgan on one of these sides to talk all things wrestling news. Uh, but before we get into it, make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all today's stories and subscribe to the channel. It all really does help. But the first story is a sad one. Bailey is injured and she is going to be out for nine months. Now, Fightful Select were reporting that this happened whilst they were doing the sort of uh, get ready to be back on the road kind of training at the performance center within WWE. They were just running drill, training drills and she ended up tearing her ACL. Apparently she just heard her knee pop when it happened and it's just been described as a kind of complete freak accident kind of thing. Um, so yeah, follow up reports saying that it is a torn ACL and that is generally some, someone out for uh, nine months to rehab it. Now the I Quit match that was obviously coming up at Money in the Bank against Bianca Belair has been cancelled. They announced that on SmackDown last night and they've kind of replaced it but also kind of not. They're now putting Bianca versus Carmella but they're doing it on the SmackDown before Money in the Bank so there's no match for Bianca on the actual pay-per-view as it stands. Um, Bailey announced it all on a video on SmackDown as well, kind of just blaming the fans for it all. And she also put out a great tweet that was a link to a gif of it, just saying like, I was pushed beyond my limit for all of you, uh, as if I haven't done enough for you, have fun missing me. Um, and she seems to be in good spirits though, because she's tweeted a few things about some new debuts that we'll get to on SmackDown, uh, saying like, keep it warm for me and things. And she posted a fantastic photo of her just laughing at Cesaro because he got busted open on SmackDown. Which this is just absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, nine months out. This absolutely sucks. She's been, I think no one can deny that she's been at one of the absolute stars of the sort of performance center, Thunderdome, kind of no fans era. Um, and really just come into her own during this time period. And now on the show before fans come back next week, Smackdown as fans. Um, this gets announced and she doesn't get to have her run when the fans come back and hear all those glorious boos for her that I'm sure would have been so fantastic. But yeah, nine months leaves it up to March-ish, March-April of next year, which WrestleMania happens around this time. So there's hope that she might be able to get a big return for hopefully a match at WrestleMania to 
just counteract what happened at this year's WrestleMania. Um, and and if, if not that, maybe like a Raw after WrestleMania return with a huge crowd pop or something. But sucks sucks for Bailey at the minute. Yeah, it really does. And kind of just going on on the back of what you just said there, it's I think the only real glimmer of light and hope in all of this is the fact that she is probably going to get well she is going to get this mega pop when she comes back and it's something that she deserves because we look at wrestlemania the way she was used there it was it was it was a, a travesty for what she'd done for that company for the last year or so yeah. in one of the darkest periods ever she'd been outstanding she'd been a routine mvp of every single show she was on her and sasha banks were just knocking it out of the park and then wrestlemania oh yeah just get beaten up by the bellas like it's it, it was it was sad then it's even sadder now seeing what's happened but you just you just gotta hope and pray that when she does come back she's she's probably i can't see her coming back as a heel now <laughs> that's the thing yeah she she played it off very well in terms of still being a heel while announcing her like uh, being out for nine months and like she's still playing up the heel stuff on twitter but whenever someone comes back from these things and people start to miss them and especially someone as good as Bailey, it's really hard to get back into that heel role but if anyone can do it I'm sure she can and just run down the fans when she comes back and at least have fun with it because she's always been that kind of goofy heel that that kind of shtick works for but I mean even like backstage she's obviously very very well liked with the mm. amount of sort of support that's come out uh, since this and like people doing nice tweets about her and like Big E was wearing a ding dong hello shirt and stuff like she's obviously loved backstage so she's and yeah obviously we all love her as well and it's how do you how do you how do you come back as a heel after all of this? Yeah, let's just hope they don't go the Seth Rollins route of bringing her back as a heel and then just like going against the fan reaction completely and just yeah. getting a weird mess. Like I don't know if anyone can do it, barely can. But let's just yeah, let's hope it's um they're more sensitive to what's going on around yeah. them. But speaking of SmackDown last night, obviously we didn't have Bailey. That was a huge miss, but we had a big old gain because we had. Two NXT stars debut last night, technically on SmackDown, not just debut in the whole grand scheme of WWE, just on the main roster, you could call it. And it was Knox and Shotzi. If you're very confused who Knox and Shotzi are, I mean, it's, you could probably figure it out, but that's Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackout, but they had the names changed because WWE, not a clue. got a got a medal <laughs> yeah Shotzi and Knox just it I, I don't know I don't know what to tell you they turned up on um, Shotzi Blackheart's tank even though Shotzi Blackheart has been teaming with Ember Moon in NXT obviously Ember Moon probably just wasn't in the mood to come back to the main roster right now can't blame her cannot blame her right now but they came down shot a missile at Tamina and then they had a match against the women's tag team champions Tamina and Natalia and they won the match which was apparently the biggest shock of the century the biggest upset of the century going to Pat McAfee and my, my head was scratching a little bit as Shotzi Blackheart had literally been a tag champion about a month ago. So yeah, it's uh, it's great for them that they're on the main roster and they get a win on the first night and it's lovely seeing Tegan Knox back after a, a recent injury. Um, she just had no luck, no luck at all with injuries. So hopefully she can get a nice run under her belt. But this wasn't the only NXT Influx, should we call that? Uh, influx into SmackDown last night. It was announced that Tony Storm is going to be heading to SmackDown as well. She had a vignette, and uh, there's no real word when she's going to exactly uh, going to be popping up or debuting. But this is this is big for SmackDown. SmackDown needs some talented women bumped into that roster because it's looking thin, paper thin. Like we've been talking about for yeah. a couple of weeks now that the, the actual qualifications for the women's money in the bank ladder match have not been able to happen because there's not enough women. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where perhaps Tony Storm just suddenly pops up next week and goes, right, I'm taking my spot in that money in the bank ladder match, which would be great. I'd love that. And 
they're all going to do really well, hopefully. I just I think if they're going to go, if you want to come up to the main roster right now and go to any show, you want to go to SmackDown, in my opinion, because I think you're just going to get more time, more space to breathe. Hopefully, this leads to the women just in general on SmackDown getting a bit more time because we've we've said that as well in recent times. It's probably because of the fact that there isn't a lot of women there to to play with, like to use. So they've not had, they've not had like more than 10 minutes of airtime or something stupid like that for most weeks in 2021 and like the back end of 2020, which is awful. It's dreadful. So hopefully this changes that. I'm excited for them. Fingers crossed it works out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like we've said before, that before Selena Vega returned last week, the SmackDown division had seven women on it. One of those was Sasha that we've obviously not seen for, since WrestleMania. And one's your champion, two are tag team champions. It doesn't really leave a lot to build a division around. But and we just lost Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, just lost Bailey as well. So yeah, added Selena Vega to that. Obviously added Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi and Knox and then Tony Storm. It's starting to feel a little bit healthier, but where they go from here is still very important. Like we saw how Zelina Vega returned last week, losing in about two minutes to Liv Morgan and just being thrown into the Money in the Bank match. Hopefully they can do a little bit better than that with Shotzi Blackheart and um, Tegan Knox. I can confirm as well. Tegan Knox, another one for the WCPW tick on WWE main roster now, and she is just absolutely lovely. So she deserves absolutely everything that she's got. And yeah, it sucked that she had so many injuries that was so badly timed. So great to see her finally, finally getting what she absolutely deserves. And it'll be great to see Tony Storm at some point as well. It's all, it's, it's looking exciting for the SmackDown division over, uh, for the women's division over on SmackDown, I should say. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, but skipping over to the men's division now, we had a bunch of Money in the Bank qualifying matches that happened last night. Uh, good to see some brand new matches happening on SmackDown as uh, Seth Rollins beat Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura beat Baron Corbin. Ah, well. Um, but that is the Men's Money in the Bank match fully stocked up now. So it is going to be Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, Kevin Owens, Ricochet, Matt Riddle, John Morrison and Drew McIntyre 
which to me sounds like a hell of a Money in the Bank match with the amount of talent in that. I don't think that can be bad. That's very, very fun. Um, so yeah, I, I, also speaking of Money in the Bank, because uh, Carmella's been added to this Bianca Belair match that's happening on SmackDown, not on the pay-per-view anymore. She has been removed from the Money in the Bank briefcase match. Um, and Sonya Deville just kind of gave that spot to Liv Morgan. It was all a little bit strange. Um, and felt a little, well, it felt very last minute in the way that this has been thrown together. Um, so yeah, Liv Morgan's got her spot in the Money in the Bank briefcase match. So that is, at the minute, going to be Liv Morgan, Selena Vega, Asuka, Naomi, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss. But that still leaves two positions from the SmackDown women's roster to fill, which I'm sure we'll get next week. Um, as for the rest of the card, obviously we've got Edge versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston for the WWE title, and Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw women's title. And that's it so far. It's shaping up to be a fun pay-per-view. At least the Money in the Bank matches are shaping up to be very fun indeed. Yeah, and I like the fact that we've not got loads of random singles matches filling out the rest of the card just yet. I know we've got another couple of shows to go and they yeah. could just randomly throw things at them, but it could mean that we get nice... A nice uh, allotted amount of time for both Money in the Bank matches. I've been, I've been, I do this in the lead up to these kind of pay-per-views. I just sit back and just watch a ton of Money in the Bank matches, or like if it's in the lead up to Hell in a Cell, you watch loads of Hell in a Cell matches. And I watched, I think last night I watched the 2018 one with like Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, and it was absolutely star-studded. And I thought, you know, what? I don't think we're going to get another Money in the Bank ladder match this star-studded. And then this happened. This I was like, good. Oh it's my god! It's a really god. good mix of styles and things in this one as well. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. And then the women's side of things, I mean, if Carmella doesn't win the SmackDown Women's Championship next week and she's been kicked out of the money in the bank, that is a, really that is a yeah, a really tough couple of, <laughs> tough week, really. It's like, oh, okay, nothing. But I, I've got a feeling, if, like, I think she will lose that match on SmackDown and I think she will still get put in the money in the bank ladder match in some way um, on, on next week's show. But speaking of... Um, Two of the Money in the Bank participants, now officially confirmed, uh, Riddle and Seth Rollins. Riddle was speaking with Alex McCarthy at Talk Sport recently. I had a bit of a sit-down chat with him over Zoom, as you do. And he, well, he shed a bit of light on a big drama, let's say. A bit, a bit of heat that was doing the rounds last year, towards the end of last year, between himself and Rollins. And a lot of it had to do with Rollins' wife, Becky Lynch, and Riddle's wife, and... For the most part, it was Riddle's wife had gone on Instagram and she'd body shamed. She'd done a bit of body shaming towards uh, a lot of the, the, the women wrestlers in WWE and specifically Becky Lynch was like a picture of her was put up on this post as well. It's since been deleted. You can probably assume why. And that understandably pissed Rollins off a little bit, pissed Lynch off and it all just, it led to a point where Rollins had went on the watch along, I believe it was, and said he had no interest working with Riddle, didn't want to do it and everyone's like, oh, is this a shoot? Is this work? Seems like it was a genuine shoot and um, <laughs> <laughs> they, they were then scheduled to like kind of potentially collide in the Survivor Series men's Raw vs Smackdown match. Rollins bowed out of that pretty early so again, it was a bit like, does he just really not want to work with Riddle? And then eventually he worked with Riddle in the Royal Rumble, he eliminated him after a curb stomp so everyone was like oh it must be fine so we've got now to the point where riddle was like okay i need to speak about this and he said i'll be honest i've met seth rollins multiple times and he's met me and i don't think we'll ever be best friends and they started laughing uh, i don't think we like one another we're just two different people although we both love wrestling uh, i know my significant other said something about becky that they didn't like and i also did not like or agree with seth didn't like me after that and i don't think becky liked me or my wife either which is understandable it is what it is then he went on to talk about survivor series he tried talking to seth before it and seth was just having 
none of it. Didn't want to, didn't want to speak to him at all. And he was a bit like, oh, I think it was pretty awkward that he, he dropped out early and all that other stuff. But then after the match, he said, um, he went over and he found him one-on-one and the camera came over to try and, you know, WWE right now, there's just cameras backstage everywhere for documentaries and he was like, nope, just go away for, for once, don't record this conversation, this is just between me and you. And he said, we talked, I told him, and this is exactly what I said, I said, hey man, what was said, I don't agree with it, I thought it was bullcrap, it's not cool, I just want you to know I apologise, I apologise on her behalf as well, meaning his wife. Um, on top of that, I think you're a great performer and if you would ever have it in your heart to work with me, I would love that. And I know you're taking some time off because Becky's pregnant, about to have a kid. I uh, just want to wish you luck. Congratulations. Enjoy your time with your beautiful girlfriend at the time, now obviously his wife, and your beautiful child. And Rollins was a bit shocked by this. He said, holy sugar honey iced tea. Didn't expect that. Uh, everything I hear from people and what I expected, that was really cool. Thank you. And they just pretty much kind of made up after that I still don't think the best of friends but they made up enough where he agreed to do a thing with him in the rumble this could now mean going forward they do eventually have a one-on-one -on -one match I think that'd be a good match in itself obviously they're both very talented dudes yeah. but I think it's just I always I don't like this and that's probably the wrong word but I always find this interesting when uh, the lids finally pulled off something like this and you do hear exactly what happened yeah absolutely uh, I mean obviously originally it was a really really stupid thing to post especially like talking about Becky Lynch at the height of where she was at that time like she was on top of the world as the man uh, in the middle of this <laughs> don't understand any of that original post um, and yeah I mean it is what it is I guess obviously Seth and Becky would be annoyed at this you can see why <laughs> um, but at least Riddle had the sort of foresight I guess to go up and like be a man and apologize etc uh, and yeah, then we got out of this. I did like Riddle was talking about in it as well, um, how he now owes Seth Rollins a receipt because that curb stomp was really stiff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so at least Seth be... got a bit of his frustrations out in the Mumble, it seems. I need to go back and watch that thing just, to, just to, <laughs> know, with, yeah. this, with this new context. I think I'll enjoy it. Just see. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, inter very interesting either way. I thought it was yeah. a good conversation. Absolutely. Um, but talking of good conversations, let's move over to your Twitter questions. Uh, the first one comes from Dustin Sensenig, who says, I hope you guys can break the streak of not having this answered question, this question answered. Done! Uh, what show got you into wrestling, and after how many episodes were you hooked? And obviously there's a picture of him with his dog, which just makes everything better. Um, the first episode of What Culture... Re no, um, it was... <laughs> I do like it, though. It's very good. Um, <laughs> mine was WrestleMania 20. Uh, I think I've told this story loads, but... I, my dad randomly came home from work one day with a VHS copy of WrestleMania 20. He was like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's wrestling. And I was like, all right. And I just put it in and <laughs> I wore it out. I wore, it was the only time I'd ever wore a tape out. I genuinely wore it out. The, um, the Cruiserweight Open just wouldn't play <laughs> at one point because I played it so much. I love Rey Mysterio's Flash thing. It was great. And I kind of got, I didn't get immediately hooked because I just thought this was just a one-time thing. I just thought, yeah, wrestling, this one show. And then I found out it was like weekly, weekly episodic stuff. And yeah, I got really invested from there on out. What about you, Phil? I can't actually remember what the exact first show is that I watched, but I remember the exact feud that got me hooked was um, Mankind and The Undertaker and Kane from like back in 97 with Paul Barrow when he was switching managers between them and things uh, with the Inferno matches and the Buried Alive and the um, 
boiler room balls and that kind of thing. That whole thing just had me absolutely hooked onto wrestling. But I can't remember why or how I first started watching it, which is always really strange. I remember the first time I watched WCW and I was not into it at all. I was like, this isn't Kane and the Undertaker, this is crap. <laughs> and I never watched WCW again. Um, but yeah, that Kane, Undertaker, Mankind feud, I was hooked forever from then. I mean, I very much hope Eric Bischoff isn't a fan of this show, because, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bischoff. Just Barry is for me. <laughs> Screwed WCW. <laughs> uh, the next question comes from Genetic, who says, Gutted for Bailey, but who do we think fills that spot? Too much of a minor pay-per-view to bring Becky back for? Question mark? Well, we kind of know, obviously, Carmella's filling the spot in a way on SmackDown, but as we know in WWE, as literally last night taught us, anything can happen, anything can change night to night. I've just got a funny feeling. It's the, f it's the first show in front of fans, like a packed arena of fans for WWE in, what, 16 months, 17 months? Like, don't underestimate how much they're probably going to pump into this. Like, this SmackDown, Money in the Bank. I'm saying all this, they're probably just going to do, like, rematches of plenty and all the rest of it. But if I was WWE, I'd just pull the swerve. Why not? Have Becky come out instead of Carmella or beat her up backstage. Do the whole Chris Jericho thing when you knock the person out backstage and then do your pose. And it was like, oh, is it? Is it? Could it be? And then, that, that's that's where I go. That's me dreaming big film. Yeah, I've no idea what they're going to do with this, really, because... Uh... They've obviously just decided to, I mean, initially at least, replace Bailey with like three other people because that's just how big a position she had on the SmackDown brand. Um, so I don't know if they then throw in Becky Lynch into that mix as well or whether these three people was always planned because SmackDown had so few women anyway or whether that's just a knee-jerk reaction to losing Bailey. Oh my God, what the hell are we going to do? Everyone. <laughs> I mean, it's a tough one as well, just thinking about it, making somebody return, especially after giving birth, to return the Money in the Bank ladder match. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. A bit I hard. mean, I'm sure Becky would be up for it, but... It fit with how she lost like the Raw title, because she just like gave it to Asuka after she won the Money in the Bank, so it kind of ties mm. in. It does. There's it a lot does. of ways you can go with it, and that's the, the fun of it right now. There is. We'll have to wait and see. But the final question of today comes from the Yoshi Tatsu fan club who says, is anyone going to tell Edge that this match with Roman is a normal 1v1 and his chair cross-face thing won't be legal? Are you so sure? I mean, how many... Th Literally, it happened at WrestleMania a couple of years ago with the, the Undertaker, Roman Reigns, and suddenly just went, oh, no, hold bad, and you're like, yeah. Yeah. okay. So I, I would not put it past them just either next week... Next week, it'll, it'll, there'll be a stipulation added. It'll be um, first person to get the stick off the chair match wins. It'll be that. It'll be, it'll be like some kind of new hybrid of the something on a pole match. Yeah, it does very much feel like they're kind of building to a TLC or something, but then not because it's just at the pay-per-view and then there's the rumours of Edge versus Seth after this, so they're not going to double it up at SummerSlam. So it's... But yeah, this chair thing is getting involved quite a lot. But Edge loves his chairs. He just likes chairs. It makes so for good visuals. Like people are going, it's, it's very good. It's very good. And he's got all three of them now. He needs to get Heyman next. Oh, they have, no, they, imagine that in front of a live crowd. Oh, Phil, Phil, <laughs> don't do this. On the first grab back. Yes, that's what we need to see. Oh, that'd be next great. Week. <laughs> Uh, but that was the news. Thank you very much for joining us. If you want, like I say, you can follow us on Twitter at Fill My Chambers and you can follow Gareth. At GMorgan04.
and you can follow all of us at WhatCulture WWE. Make sure you like the video, comment down below what you think of all of today's stories, and subscribe to the channel, it all really does help. Oh, and there's an Everise interview, a part of it came out yesterday, go check that out, but even more of it is coming out this afternoon, so make sure you watch that, because they're just a bunch of really lovely dudes, and they're really entertaining as well. So go check out their interview coming on the channel, and the one that came out last night and go over to their channel on YouTube, just called The Show Rules, all one word. Go and subscribe to them, because they're just really entertaining and lovely. Yeah, and they need more friends of the show, right? They do. We are officially friends of the show now. We made it. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.